We need to talk. The world-famous text. Let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? My name's Joseph. This is the College of Life podcast. Welcome back to episode 11. In case you didn't catch that hook earlier, we need to talk. We're talking about relationships today. Everybody's favorite topic. I've got one big thing to say about relationships, and that's that they're all different. In this episode, I'm going to try and lay out my experience from relationships, what I know, and what I would change moving forward. Also, before we get started, I want to unveil something pretty cool. Uh, It does relate to this episode pretty straightforward, but uh, I'm going to turn this into a series, the relationship series in a way. So personally, I'm not the person that should be giving relationship advice. I don't think I am, but I have a whole lot of people that I know that are willing to talk and give advice as to how relationships work and what you should know when you get into them. So I'm going to turn this into a series. I'm going to bring on all these people one at a time, pick their brains about how relationships work. I'm going to learn some stuff. You guys are going to learn some stuff. And that's what we do on this podcast. So one more time, I'm not the person that should be giving relationship advice, but I have to get my episode out of the way so we can move on to those people that I know who are qualified. A little bit about me a little bit about my relationships. That's exactly what I want to talk about today. Um, I dated a few people in grades four through eight. Yeah, that was me in grades four through eight. Um, Those don't really matter. Everybody has those young relationships where you just want a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. You don't really know what it is, but you call them your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Maybe you buy them a present for their birthday or Christmas or whatever. You go to each other's house occasionally, hang out, but you really don't know what a relationship is. I also had a nearly three-year relationship from sophomore year through graduation. So that picks up pretty quick, right? That changes really quick. I'd say my first legitimate, serious relationship was that one that lasted nearly three years. After that, uh, I had an eight-month relationship immediately after. All of these things, each of those relationships, taught me something a little bit different, okay? The ones at a young age, honestly, kind of just make me laugh, and they make me look back with a smile. All those relationships were more kids having fun, trying to do something that they didn't do yesterday. I enjoyed those, but obviously, they aren't serious relationships. Um, The three-year one, however, taught me how to be in a relationship, what a relationship is, what having a girlfriend is. That's what that taught me. I feel that this is true for everybody's first real relationship. When you truly go in for that first legitimate boyfriend or girlfriend, you don't know what a relationship is. You don't know what to do. You don't know when to do. You don't know how to do. You figure that out in your first relationship. And typically, it's a good learning curve, learning experience for all parties involved, honestly. And then, to be honest, the the eight-month one sorry, taught me what actual love was. So there's a difference between being in a relationship and then being in love. And uh, that, that was different for that one. But to move on, now that you know a little bit about me, um, I want to touch on some of the biggest things I now know about relationships. So take this advice with a grain of salt, as always. Uh, that's what, how you should just treat this podcast. I'm going to give you as much information as possible, and then you should sort through it in your brain. Pick out the good stuff and use that moving forward. The first thing on the list that I feel is key to holding a good relationship. Okay? On here on my notes, I have it in all capital letters. 
It is number one. That's how important it is. Communication. Communication. One more time. Communication. Yeah, so if you don't communicate in a relationship, it's just not going to work. I mean, it's just not going to work. Every good, long-lasting, solid relationship has a major foundation of good communication that carries on throughout the entire thing. It starts with good communication, and it ends with good communication. That's just how relationships need to function. The entire basis of a relationship is taking two totally separate entities and combining them together, each of them thinking their own way, having their own thoughts, doing their own actions. But if you try and glue these two things together, communication is what makes it smooth. People can't read minds, okay? Even in the best relationships, people can't read minds. You might think in the same way as them, all right? You might have a few same thoughts and everything, but at the end of the day, none of us are mind readers. So if you don't tell your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, how you feel or what you're thinking, all this, they can't just read your mind. And honestly, that stands true with anybody out there. A best friend, a mom, a dad. Nobody can read your mind. Being honest and open is one of the best things you can do in a relationship with any person. Trust. There has to be trust in a relationship. Trust varies from person to person as to how it works. Some people out there give trust right away, and they can carry that through the relationship. Some people feel that trust needs to be earned. Some people, once trust is lost, there's no way to get it back. You need to understand who you're in a relationship with and how important trust is to them. How they feel about trust, how you feel about trust, talk about that. Trust is key to ensuring that any relationship lasts down the line. Because if I can't trust you, I don't know if I can trust the relationship. Understanding. You need to be understanding. This kind of stands true with anything in life, but everybody is different. Everybody is so different. That's just how people are. You can't expect anybody to be exactly what you want. The best thing you can do is understand that everybody is their own person. Don't try and make people who you want them to be. Just understand who they are. Don't force anything. Don't force anything in a relationship. If you want everything to go smooth, trust that it will go smooth. I know I said in a previous episode that you can force yourself to find love if you want to. And that's true. I think you can force yourself to find love. But if you're really looking for something special, something that you want to last, you need to have faith that it will come on its own, that you don't have to force it, that you don't need to be chasing love constantly. There is no recipe to a perfect relationship. There's not. I can sit here, I can spew all the facts, all the advice, all the stuff that I have now, uh, all my experiences, but there's no recipe to a perfect relationship. I don't know if there is a perfect relationship out there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I can't think of one. Uh, if you can think of one, leave it in the comments below, maybe I'm wrong, but a perfect relationship out there is extremely hard to find. They almost don't exist. There's no recipe 
to landing the great relationship. Everything is different. You have to figure stuff out as you go. Even if you are the most experienced dater, you've had 50 boyfriends, 50 girlfriends, whatever, and then you go for that 51st, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. Nothing's going to be the same. There's no direct recipe as to how to get from, you know, step one in a relationship to everlasting marriage and happiness. It doesn't work like that. You figure stuff out as you go. You enjoy where you are, and you see what happens. There will absolutely be hard times. Another thing that I want to mention, there's going to be hard times. I mean, that's just how relationships are, to be honest. Nothing is going to flow smoothly. Again, there's no perfect relationship. It's not going to flow perfectly forever. You're going to be super happy at the beginning, okay? If you haven't been in a relationship yet, there's this thing. It's called the honeymoon phase. If you've never been in a relationship before, typically it lasts a year, a year and two months, right around there. If you've been in, you know, a good amount of relationships, that time shortens because you understand that the honeymoon phase is a thing and, you know, you're more mature. But this thing called the honeymoon phase really just makes you think that everything is perfect. All in life is great. You're so happy. You're more than excited to be with this boyfriend or girlfriend that you're with. And, you know, you want to marry them. It's already set in your mind. That's what you want to do because they're perfect. Well, this is called the honeymoon phase for a reason because it's a phase and it does end out. Eventually, you're going to realize that that person is an actual person. They're not just the amazing entity that you think they are. They have flaws just like everybody else. They have things that tick you off, things that trigger your pet peeves, whatever. And there's going to be hard times where you just can't stand it anymore. You can't do it whatsoever. The key to getting through these hard times, relay back to two things that I've already mentioned, communication and understanding. You need to communicate how you feel, why you're upset, what's going wrong, and you need to understand that it's not going to be perfect forever. You need to understand that hard times are just part of a relationship. It's not the reason to straight up end it because you've had a bad day, because you've had a bad week, whatever. You have to be understanding that bad times will come. And as long as you have more good times than bad times, you're making more good memories than bad memories, you're still doing something right. So I want to offer up a few more things of advice, just a, a few things that touch on some of the stuff that I've been through. You always have to take care of yourself first. In a relationship, both people play their own part. Uh, you know, these two people are coming together to form something great that makes both of them happy. They both have to take care of themselves first if they want it to work. It is extremely extremely hard to ask your significant other consistently to have your back, to help you out, to make you feel a little better. If you have a bad day, once a week, twice a week, three times a week, whatever, you know, that's why they're there. But if you're having a bad day every day and you constantly rely on them, you constantly need them, it's going to get draining for both parties involved. You have to find a way to take care of yourself first. If you don't know who you are as a person, if you haven't matured up, if you haven't done everything that you want to do as a single person in the world, it's not time for a relationship. And I think that's one of the biggest 
biggest things that people grow up and realize is that it's not time for a relationship. You know, I know some people that have never dated anybody. They haven't had a serious relationship their entire life. They're 20, 21. Okay, no big deal. I know people that have been together since 13, 14 maybe. They're still together, and they get married in a few months. That was seven years ago for context. That's just how relationships go. Everything is different. Everybody is different. But the strongest thing that I can recommend is making sure to take care of yourself first. Because at the end of the day, if that relationship ends, you know, it crashes and burns, unfortunately, I'm sorry, you need to be there for yourself. If you were always relying on that one person and now they're gone, that's tough. That's a really, really tough place to be. So make sure to always have your own back before everybody else. Not wanting to argue is not an option. Again, relaying back to the big capital letter communication on my note sheet right here. Not wanting to argue is not an option. If you just don't feel like getting into the argument because you're tired, you want to go to bed, whatever. But if you consistently don't want to argue, you let those thoughts build up, you think it's just better to stay happy, you know, no big deal. I will tell you right now, you are wrong. And anybody out there that has been in a serious relationship knows that. Not wanting to argue is not an option. If you need to get stuff off your chest, you have to get stuff off your chest. That's just how it goes. You need to have faith that the relationship itself is strong enough and sturdy enough. It has a great enough foundation that one argument over whatever it is is not going to tear the entire thing down. What does tear the entire thing down is one argument about two years worth of stuff because you haven't been getting it off your chest, because you've been letting it build up, because in your head you've worked up thought after thought after thought and not let any of them out. When you do that, that's how you start to blame other people for your own stuff. I'm serious. When you don't let your thoughts out, when you don't express them to the world and even argue, you will get in your own head, start thinking your own things up, and start blaming other people for stuff that really isn't even their fault, if you think about it. Big one here, coming in. If somebody wants to cheat on you, you have to realize that you're worth more than that. You have to realize that you're worth more than that. Uh, this is, you know, obviously my opinion. Every relationship is different. But if you get cheated on, I think you should leave. I think everybody has so much value and potential in life that to be with somebody who degrades you as much as that is not worth your time. If they know how much they matter to you, and they still go do that. They're making a direct action to hurt you. And that's not what a relationship is at all. So if you get cheated on, really, really analyze the situation. Break it down. Figure out what actually went down. And trust that you are worth way more than you think. You can do whatever you want to do by yourself and you're not stuck in any relationship, especially if they're going to cheat on you. Every relationship is vastly different. Um, I know this has been kind of a short episode. 
I don't have too much to talk about relationship-wise, but uh, I do want to leave you with some pretty okay advice. Every relationship is vastly different, but you need to find what lights your heart, your head, and your body on fire. When you find that relationship that makes you go, wow, I didn't know this was possible, that's when you're on to something. Until then, it's not too bad to keep looking. But one day, you'll find the right thing that not only makes your heart happy, not only makes your head happy, makes your body happy. That's how it works. That's what a great relationship is. When you find somebody that clicks with you emotionally, when you find somebody that wants to go on the same adventures that you do or sit inside all day and watch movies, when you find somebody that knows what you're about to say before you say it and they interrupt you to finish your sentence, that stuff is the stuff you find in movies. But that's because it's real. I am a firm believer that true love is out there. I mean, people can find that one person that clicks with them like nobody else. They can find that. They can be happy for the rest of their lives. That's what a good relationship is. When you find that one person that's different than everybody else for you. When that happens, throw this episode back on. Re-listen to some of the advice that I gave. If it's later down the line, there will be plenty more episodes out there from people that are way more qualified to give relationship advice. I got people coming on this podcast from all sorts of walks of relationship life. Okay, people that have been together for a super long time, people that have never been in a relationship, and people that have been in terrible relationship after terrible relationship after terrible relationship. And I am more than excited to ask them what they're going to do moving forward, how they're adjusting, how they're doing right now. Let's see. Don't forget, this is a series. As I'm talking about, we'll be back on here with better advice from some people who have gone through way more than I have. One day, down the line, you're going to see another episode titled Relationships by blah, 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 who, whatever their name is. And I need you to click that because I am very excited to start this series. Uh, I feel like in the college of life, this is one thing that we need to talk about, how to have relationships. That is one of the biggest struggles as a teenager, as a college student. You're trying to figure out if this special person is this special person or how you even meet said special person. Finally, guys, I want to thank you for listening. Currently, my life is going great. And getting on here and doing this podcast is one of my favorite things every week. Everybody that tunes in out there, even just for one episode, makes that just a little bit better, too. So I appreciate you all for throwing on this episode, for listening, for tuning in to the College of Life podcast. We've talked about relationships today for, you know, a good amount of time. I've covered some of the best advices that I could give, some of the most foundation-building aspects of all relationships. But seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening, for throwing on this episode. I'll be back next Tuesday. As always, with another episode of the College of Life podcast. Until then, I'll see you.